0: This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks.
1: Here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, hopefully, we set you straight. We got you a win in week one. Hopefully, we can continue that in week two. Producing today, we've got Harvey and Chantel. Chantel, welcome to the Sunday morning Fantasy Forecast New York Game Day crew. Cool Thank to you. have you.
0: Thank you. Good morning.
1: Yeah, usually we work together on Friday nights. We got our weekend wager show getting everybody ready for the weekend. Hopefully, uh, by the way, UNC covered, uh, Western Michigan covered as well. So, um, hopefully, went two and one with my college picks yesterday on the show. So, hopefully, again, uh, we are helping you win some money where you're heading into Sunday. As I like to say, in the green, always great playing with house money, right? Heading into NFL. Sunday fun day and that's what we're doing here all right uh, a few things number one because I'm here in the studio and I know I asked you guys this Harvey and Chantel producing the show today I asked you guys if you watched the Colorado Colorado State game last night I know it was a late one right hey but it's Saturday night maybe you're at some local watering hole having your last cocktail uh, before you head home boy was this a good one you couldn't turn away from it right Colorado wins 43 to 35 and so now prime Coach Prime, baby, and his sons are three and oh, let me add a few things. And again, I know this is a fantasy show, but I just got to discuss this. And, and, I, and I am, I, I want to tee this up as well for Amani Tumor and Mike Tannenbaum. They'll be joining me. In New York game day will be coming your way at eight o'clock. But like, if you're a recruit, guys, isn't this where you want to go play? I mean, how much fun, right? Is it, don't you want to go play for Colorado?
2: I mean, he's got amazing amazing at this rate. I mean, we had, they had The Rock on college game day. It's actually putting a promo for the kids to go to Colorado. That's right? the place to be right
1: now. Exactly. So, you know, listen, I'm not sitting here saying by any stretch of the imagination that Colorado is going to win the national championship. And I know, Harvey, you and I were talking about, hey, they've got to be ranked in the top 10. Um, I just, and, and I want to pull up their schedule really quick. So, you know what? TCU... Great last year, they lost a ton of players. That was their first game that they won, 45-42, to 42, right? And they lost, they, Max Dugan, they lost, their, they lost their starting quarterback from last year to, to the NFL draft. Then they beat Nebraska, 36-14. Nebraska, not the Nebraska of old, right? That was competing with the University of Miami back in the uh, mid to uh, early 90s. Uh, and then now, of course, Colorado State, 43-35. to 35. Here's, where, here, here's where it's going to get interesting, Harvey, Uh, they're going up against Oregon at Oregon. That's their next game on the 23rd. And then they're taking on Caleb Williams in USC on the 30th. Could you imagine? I mean, Colorado was must-watch TV already, right? Could you imagine that game against USC? Oregon's ranked 13th, USC is ranked 5th. And then the remainder of their schedule, Arizona State, Stanford, and then they've got UCLA, who's ranked 24th. Oregon State, Arizona, Washington State that's ranked 23rd and Utah that's ranked 12th. So, you know, their schedule gets considerably a lot more difficult. We'll see what they're able to do against Oregon and USC. Um if they keep it close, if they win, they beat those two teams. You know, I think that's that's wishful thinking. We'll see what happens. You never know like you never know with this team, right? It's it's really it's 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 pretty unbelievable what they've been able to do with uh Prime's first first season, but Uh, anyway, I mean, it's just, it, it it is must watch television, right? I mean, it, it really is must watch television. And, and again, as we know, because they're out there on the West coast, uh, these are going to be some pretty late games. Okay. But, uh, but really, really, it was, it was uber, uber exciting. That's for sure. All right. So again, this is fantasy forecast getting you ready each and every week for your fantasy football matchups. So, uh, as always segment one. What do I like to do? Get you in the know. And there's a number of players that you need to be in the know about. As always, we like to start with the quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo is dealing with an ankle, but he is expected to, uh, to play for the Raiders. Uh, they've got a tough matchup going up against the Buffalo Bills, who obviously uh, are, I'm sure, uber, uber <laughs> upset and frustrated uh, with their loss to the Jets in week one. CJ Stroud popped up late on the injury report with a shoulder. Not that anybody has C.J. Stroud in a fantasy. Uh, at least I hope you don't have C.J. Stroud on your fantasy team. But nonetheless, um, they're also a team. They're down two offensive linemen. So I just want to keep you in the know. Davis Mills might get the start there. We'll see. Uh, what does that mean for Nico Collins? It, you know, I I, I think uh, if if Davis Mills is the starting quarterback, uh, I think it bodes well for Nico Collins. We'll see. Uh, in regards to the running backs position, unfortunately, J.K. Dobbins, I drafted him in a number of my fantasy teams. Uh, he is now placed on IR. To me, Justice Hill is the running back that you want to pick up if you haven't already. Uh, on your uh, on your fantasy roster. Justice Hill, to me, is the running back that you want to pick up. Also, uh, Melvin Gordon was activated. So you're going to have Hill, Gus Edwards, and Gordon. So a lot of malice to feed back there. But if there is one back that you'd want to have on your roster, to me, it's Justice Hill. Brees Hall uh, is, as we know, coming off that knee issue, uh, was on the injury report this week with a sore knee. Uh, but had a full practice on Friday. We're also hearing that he's going to be on a pitch count, but we heard that he was going to be on a pitch count against the Buffalo Bills and went off. So um, I would still play Brees Hall, but just keep in mind uh, going up against the Dallas Cowboys, uh, good defense, obviously that we saw against um, the giants. And now with, uh, with Zach Wilson as the starting quarterback, um, I think it's going to be a lot more difficult for this team to run the football against their opponents. Uh, James Conner is dealing with a cap, but is expected to go. Kendry Miller for the saints still dealing with a hamstring issue. Could be another week of a lot of Jamal Williams. Now Jamal Williams. I, I, I one of my favorite prop bets last week was Jamal Williams. Anytime touchdown, unfortunately he did not find the end zone. Uh, so I lost that prop bet. Uh, but uh, he's going to get the lion's share of of work this week. So Jamal Williams, definitely a running back that you want to play. I look at him as a running back too, if not a very solid flex play heading into today. Um, Jameer Gibbs, his workload is supposed to increase today. One of my favorite prop bets, by the way, is over two and a half or o- over three and a half receptions. I think it's two and a half, over two and a half receptions for Jameer Gibbs. I think he does get three receptions today. The way, and I know it's a small sample size, it's only week one, but the way that we're seeing that backfield operate very similar to what we saw last year with two different players. Montgomery carrying the rock, Gibbs, a part of the passing attack. So so Jameer Gibbs over two and a half receptions. Uh, I'm definitely playing that today. Um, I've probably buried the lead here, and that is uh, Austin Eckler has an ankle issue. He is doubtful. Everything I'm reading and hearing is that it looks like he is going to be a no-go today. So uh Joshua Kelly will get the, the the bulk of the carries uh in that backfield for the Chargers. So very disappointing. Uh if you do have Eckler on your roster, we all know you drafted him in the first round. So uh not not great to be exper- having to experience that uh in week two. Also also Aaron Jones is dealing with a hamstring issue, not expected to go for the Green Bay Packers. Atlanta's defense is quite good. So hopefully you secured that backfield with A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon is going to get the bulk of the work today in the backfield for the Packers. Um, Also, Mostert was dealing with a knee issue but is expected to suit up for the Miami Dolphins going up against the Patriots. And uh, Zach Moss, by the way, could be a sneaky good play. And Zach Moss is available on a number of waiver wires. I think Zach Moss is a solid flex play today. Uh, Deion Jackson was just god-awful. In week one, and I think Zach with Zach Moss being healthy, I think Zach Moss now has an opportunity uh, to get the bulk of the carries in that backfield for the Indianapolis Colts. And like I said, he is available on a lot of waiver wires. If you are desperate, like let's say you're somebody who has Austin Eckler, and he's not going to go today, Zach Moss could be a very solid pickup for you this week in fantasy. So that's those are your running back news and notes. A lot going on with the wide receivers. Uh, and one in particular that popped up last night, and that's Amari Cooper. Now, he's dealing with a core, an oblique issue. He had surgery on this core in the offseason. So that is not great when a player now is having issues with an area that he's that he's had surgery on before. So uh, keep an eye on what's going on. And, and, and this is hard because it's a Monday night game, right? Cleveland is, is going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So... You want to make sure that you've got another wide receiver available. And and here's here here's here's the positive. Uh, you've got two Monday night football games. So you've got a slew of potential pass catchers uh, that you could utilize in place of Amari Cooper. If you have Elijah Moore, good for you. Love Elijah Moore this week, especially if Amari Cooper is going to be inactive. Elijah Moore got seven targets last week. And... Uh, Cleveland is using him all over the field. They're putting him in the X, the Y, the Z. They're utilizing him in a variety of ways. So I do like Elijah Moore this week. I think he can be a complete stud. I got him as a wide receiver two. I'm I'm upgrading him from a wide receiver three to a wide receiver two, and I think really a sneaky good play in the flex position. Uh, Deontay Johnson has been placed on IR, so he's not going to play for the next four weeks. Keep an eye on Allen Robinson. And again, this is a wide receiver who's available on a lot of uh, waiver wires. Um, The chemistry between him and Kenny Pickett is pretty solid. And without Deontay Johnson there, uh, Kenny Pickett looked his way quite a bit. And Kenny Pickett is going to be under pressure today. Or I should say Monday with the Cleveland Browns defensive front seven. And he's going to be looking to get rid of the ball quickly. Allen Robinson is a possession wide receiver. He's not a burner. He's not, you know, he's not running go routes. You know, they're quick slants, five yard outs. So I love Allen Robinson today. I would pick him up. I would play him in fantasy, especially, listen, if, if you're somebody who has Amari Cooper, this would be a perfect opportunity. Go pick up Allen Robinson and you can make a decision there. I think Allen Robinson would be an, a, a great, if Elijah Miller, if Elijah Moore is not available, uh, Allen Robinson would be a great plug and play. If, uh, if if you're not going to have Amari Cooper active and attractive. Jerry Judy is going to be back in action for Denver, which is exciting. Puka, who plays for the Rams, is dealing with an oblique injury. Want to keep an eye on that. Brandon Cooks, not expected to play for the Dallas Cowboys against the Jets. He's going to be a game-time decision, but everything I'm reading, it looks more and more likely that he is not. So Gallup, to me, uh, takes a step up with Brandon Cooks out of the equation for the Dallas Cowboys. Chris Watson, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, still dealing with a hamstring issue. Last week I told you, play Dobbs, two touchdowns. You could thank me later. Send the 10% to 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Tee up Dobbs again. I think he's going to be the number one wide receiver uh, for Jordan Love and this offense this season when it's all said and done. And I know a lot of people went out and they drafted Watson over Dobbs. Dobbs still available in your waiver wire. Go run, don't walk, go pick him up. I think he has a big game. Waddle dealing with Ono oblique, but is expected to play. Uh, Devontae Adams dealing with a foot, but is expected to play. And that's important uh, because Jacoby Myers is out with a concussion. So Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, these guys obviously take a step up. Jacoby Myers got a ton of targets last week. And I want to say he scored two touchdowns, if I remember correctly. So those have to go somewhere with Jimmy Garoppolo. So again, step up for Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. Uh, Deandre Hopkins is dealing with an ankle. If he cannot go Treyon Burks to me is a really fun play this week. Uh, Devante Parker is dealing with an ankle again. I told you guys here last week, pick up Demario D- Douglas wide receiver for the Patriots. He had seven targets. I want to say he had like four or five receptions. Um, that's, that was just the tip of the iceberg. Everything I'm hearing about this wide receiver. Douglas is pretty spectacular and pretty special. So uh, if he's available on your waiver wire, that would be a wide receiver that I would want to pick up and stash, uh, possibly play. the uh, The Miami Dolphins defense, nothing to write home about. Gave up a ton of points to the Chargers. So and Mac Jones, number one in completion percentage, number one in completions, and threw for over 300 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles last week. And Douglas was a part of that. Kendrick Bourne was a part of it. Bill O'Brien, new offensive coordinator there with Mac Jones. Watch out for the New England Patriots in that offense this year. Tight ends, Darren Waller. I'm expecting a big game from Darren Waller today for the Giants going up against the Arizona Cardinals. God knows they need it. They need this win. We're going to dive into this uh, even more so with Amani Toomer. He's going to be joining us at 8 o'clock because you've got a Giants team that takes on the 49ers in week three. Chances are they're not going to win that game out there on the West Coast. Short work week. That's a Thursday night game. This is a must-win game for the Giants. And Darren Waller needs to be a big part of this offense. Travis Kelsey, not only is he twerking, but supposed to be back in action for the Kansas City Chiefs today. So that's good. Again, if you have Travis Kelsey on your fantasy roster, you drafted him in the first round. Mark Andrew. Mark Andrews uh, tight in for the Baltimore Ravens dealing with a quad is expected to be active and attractive today. Fryar dealing with a chest expected to give it a go for the Steelers on Monday night. Dolchich tied in for the Detroit, the Detroit, the Denver Broncos has a hamstring issue was placed on IR. So he's going to be out for the next few weeks. And uh, Schultz is dealing tight end Schultz is dealing with a thigh issue. So uh, I know it's only week two, and there's a lot going on, obviously. Uh, I just listed all the players that uh that are dealing with some issues. Uh, and just to recap, more important the more important ones, Eckler, so hopefully you have Kelly. Jones is out, so hopefully you have AJ Dillon. Love me some Zach Moss today. I think he's gonna get the bulk of the carries in that backfield for the Colts. Wide receiver, um, Elijah Moore, Allen Robinson, uh, Burks, Douglas, Dobbs. Those are some guys that you want to go out and see if you could grab on your waiver wire. I'm Anita Marks. Tommy, I see you. You will be first up when we get back. Uh, we will take your calls. Also, we'll hear from Cynthia Freeland coming your way at seven 30. So this is fantasy forecast, getting you ready for week two of your fantasy football matchups right here on 90.7 ESPN.
0: This is the fantasy forecast podcast with Anita Marks. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Get your fantasy football questions ready to rock and roll. Uh, We are here for you. So, look at this. Look at this Jags schedule. So, they're going up against Kansas City today. I think it's going to be one of the best games in the 1 o'clock slate, by the way. And then the Texans, the Falcons, the Bills... Right. And then after that, it's the Colts, the Saints, the Steelers, the 49ers, the Titans, the Texans, uh, the Bengals, the Browns, uh, the Bucks, the Panthers, the Titans. This is a Jags schedule. It's, it's, it's got to be, I mean, outside of, you know, obviously Kansas City, the Bills, uh, the 49ers, hopefully Cincinnati by December 4th uh, will have their stuff together. But outside of those three opponents, Uh, This is, this is a Jags roster offensively. They're just, they're Uber explosive Uh, defensively. They need some work. I think this game today with the Kansas city chiefs is going to be a barn burner. Uh, It's got the, it's got the highest total by the way uh, on the board over under 51. Let me just confirm that. Yeah. Over under 51. There's a lot of, a lot of unders hit last week. So these numbers are, are pretty low. Um, So yeah, it's got the highest total, which by the way, that's something that you should be looking at. If, if, if a lot of times you're on the fence about a certain player, um, or, or certain like two players go online and look at, look at the over, under total. And I typically like to go with the player who's playing in the game with the higher total because odds makers are expecting that game to obviously have a lot of points, Right. So the Jags are at home today getting three and a half. The over-under is 51. Um, I, I think this is going to be a close one. I do believe Kansas City wins, but I think they only win by a, t- by, by a field goal. I think, uh, but I think both these teams are, are going to be able to put up a ton of points. So I do like the over 51, even though that is the highest total on the slate today. Uh, and I do like the Jacksonville Jaguars getting the three and a half. I like the fact that they're getting the hook at home. Man, Calvin Ridley, what a beast! I also like Calvin Ridley over receiving yards for Calvin Ridley today. Okay, uh, let's go to Tommy in Connecticut. Tommy, welcome in. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Anita. How are we doing?
1: Fantastic.
0: How awesome is football season? Isn't it the best? It's just the best. Oh, are
1: you? It's it's. There's nothing like it. Are you like I woke up this morning? It's like it's Christmas every every Sunday morning. You wake up and it's right. It's it's I it feels think, like Christmas.
0: It's incredible. So yeah. I have a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. So i I don't like the situation I'm in because I don't like playing two players from the same team. Right. But I but I have so I I left Brandon Ayuk on my bench last week, and it drove me crazy. But I also have Debo Samuel. Do I start? What and I already had Devontae Smith play on Thursday. So. Do I play Ebo and Ayuk at Wise receiver two and at flex?
1: Um, yeah, my that's alternatives, tough. Who...
0: My alternatives are are Jahan Dotson and Odell oh no, Beckham.
1: Yeah, I love Dotson.
0: You oh, you like you? You think he's got a good outlook?
1: Oh, I love Dotson. I love Dotson today. So. Um, at, but at, yeah, at, I, I mean, at, listen, listen, it's, it's, you're, you you're pretty much, you're handcuffing yourself, right? I know When that. you, when you, when you play, when you play two, two guys from on the, because there's only one ball to go around, right? Um, I, I know.
0: And, and you know, and, but like Debo's D- so versatile, I can't, I can't bench him, you know, but it just drove me nuts watching Ayuk, you know, catch multiple touchdown passes last week.
1: I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I, I, here's the thing. I don't like this matchup today for the 49ers. Um, I, you know, I, I just, these two coaches, McVay and, um, and and Kyle, they just, they know each other too well. And, and I think what's going to happen in regard to Ayuk and Debo Samuel is each week it's going to be different in regard to who's going to be a part of the game plan. Right There's so many, let, like, let's be honest, there's so many weapons on that 49ers team that each and every week Kyle could come in and, and this, is, this is the benefit of, of the 49ers, right? Is each week Kyle can, he, there's, there's, so, there's such great talent on that roster that each and every week Kyle can game plan differently for a different player because he has so many studs, right? One week it could be like a heavy dose of, of Christian McCaffrey. Which it typically is each and every week, right? Because he's the running back, he's gonna to touch the ball a lot, but you know, maybe a week there's he's gonna be utilized even more so in the passing game. Uh, one week it could be George Kittle, the next week it could be Debo. Last week it was it was Brandon Ayuk. So th- there's just there's there's so much talent here. And so when a defense is expecting Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers to uh zig, he can zag. And so each week, you know, as opposed to, like, another team, like, let's say the Raiders, where, you know, like, really, their main talent is Devontae Adams. So, you know, Devontae Adams, uh, each and every week, is going to come in, and he's going to get, you know, double-digit targets. Because he's really all they have. Outside of Josh Jacobs, of course. I'm talking the passing game, right? So, um, so it's just, it's, it, it puts you in a conundrum a little bit. And so, it's, I know, it's it's tough. I don't like this matchup. If I were you, I would go Debo and I would go Dotson, even though I went off last week. Um, and I, and, and I love, I love Dotson. Uh, he's just, he, he's a complete stud and he got a really, really uh, nice, healthy target share last week. And I think that continues with Sam Howell. Um, okay, quick break. We come back. Uh, we're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland. She joins me each and every Saturday afternoon at 1.30 right here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, we talk Giants. We talk Jets. We talk gambling. And we talk fantasy. Uh, that clip will play for you when we get back. And uh, we'll continue with your calls. 800-919-3776. Fantasy forecast. Week two. Coming your way in 30 minutes. New York game day. Amani Toomer will join me. Obviously, we're going to start the show talking about those Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets with Zach Wilson at the helm, getting ready to take on the Dallas Cowboys later on today around 4 o'clock. So still a lot more coming your way. Anita Marks with you, ninety point seven ESPN.
0: This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks.
1: Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network joins me to talk some fantasy football, getting you ready each and every week for your matchups. And as always on Sunday morning, in case you missed it, I like to replay our conversation. And as always, we kick off with the quarterbacks, not the Avi, the ones that are flying a little bit low on the radar. For me this week, love me some Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith as well. What does Cynthia Freeland think? Let's listen in.
3: I'm with you on Geno. In fact, I think you could play Geno or Jared Goff. At some point, Jared Goff will stop that no-interception streak right now. He's closing it on Aaron Rodgers' record. He's about 52 passes or something away from that. But, I, I, again, it, it, all streaks come to an end. So, at some point he will. I don't know if it's this week against Seattle. I still think it's going to be a high-scoring game, so you want both quarterbacks in this matchup.
1: So those are the two quarterbacks you like. Some dis- d- disappointing news in regard to uh, to Austin Eckler. Uh, he is doubtful right now. I think a lot of people are expecting him not to play. So if you do have Austin Eckler on your fantasy roster, chances are you draft him in the first round. So let's talk about some other options. Who are some of the running backs that out, that are out there that could be available on the waiver wire? Like Zach Moss, to me, is one of them. I think he's going to get a lot mm-hmm. of carries for the Indianapolis Colts. Do you agree with that? Yeah, they. I mean, they brought
3: Zach Moss in in the middle of last season, and it seems like someone that they were sad that he got hurt. Like they always, the way they framed it was just like, oh, we really, we can't wait to see what he does when he gets out there. So I'm all in on that. I also think that you could look at Damian Harris behind James Cook. So I think both of them will be impactful in this Bills game against the Raiders. Um, I think the run game will be something that they lean on because. You know, getting your rhythm and not letting Josh Allen throw any interceptions is going to be a big focus point, focal point for them. So I'm looking at that as well. Of course, Josh Kelly, Joshua Kelly, who's behind Austin Eckler, that's who likely gets, the, like, elevated in this situation. And I'm staying away from the Rams situation because you, you can't really like – they're not in a good running situation. You know, I don't want to play the 49ers in any way, shape, or form. So – People are like, oh, how do you think about Kyron Williams? I'm like, I am staying away. That's not my – that's not where I think that the the tricky play is this week.
1: Also, uh, Aaron Jones is dealing with a hamstring injury. This could be a big day for A.J. Dillon, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, with those quads. My B.C. Eagle,
3: yeah, he uh, – I think that'll be a good one, too. Because, obviously, go back and watch that Green Bay game, and it's like as good as Jordan Love looked, it was like – Aaron Jones for like 60 yards of yak on every catch, you know, like it was okay, not every catch, but you know, it it was it was a lot of scheme screens things that that made you know that made his quarterback look really really good. So hats off to Coach Lafleur, but you know, it does mean that AJ Dillon now could be in a situation where he earns a ton of fantasy points.
1: Yeah, I I really like AJ Dillon. I'm going to be utilizing him a lot in DFS uh, this week as well. I, I'm trying to think some other some other running back news. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Jameer Gibbs, over three and a half receptions, might be one of my favorite prop bets heading into Sunday.
3: Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Jameer Gibbs is interesting because they, they kind of didn't lie to us when they said that his youth, like they were going to keep adding more volume to him as the season goes on. They were going to, like week one, not play him as much. So, you know, Dan Campbell wasn't lying about that. So... Perhaps if, like, if you want to extrapolate from last game and then add more to this game, like, then that becomes an even better bet.
1: Some wide receivers, Cynthia, I want to tee up for you. Uh, Deontay Johnson is out for a few weeks for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you got to pay attention to the relationship and the chemistry already developed between Allen Robinson and Kenny Pickett. Allen Robinson Mm -hmm. available on almost 80% of fantasy football free agent uh, rosters. Um, or not rosters but but in their free agent market. Yes. Allen Robinson worth a pickup right now? Definitely. They gotta figure out their
3: offense. Like I think we get, don't overvalue week one in, in terms of good or in terms of bad. And I think especially with Deontay Johnson out, I still think they need to throw the ball. And it'll be some version of Pickens and Robinson and Friar Moose that every single week are that's gonna be that's gonna be the way that they that they do that.
1: Uh, Jacoby Myers out with a concussion, got 38% of uh, of the target share, uh, had a huge week one. He's out. Is Hunter Renfro a sneaky good play this week? I'm not doing it. The best part of this, Bill's defense, is
3: the safety core. I mean, the best part of the back end of the defense and. I just don't think that where Hunter Renfro winds up and plays is a good mix. Now, watch him go off and have a huge week. I just, it, it felt like the chemistry wasn't there. I, you know, even in training camp, I saw with Jacoby Myers a lot of chemistry between he and Jimmy Garoppolo, but I didn't see as much with Hunter Renfro. So I, I, I'll have to wait and see that on that one.
1: You know, another quarterback that I I neglected to mention and I'm going to tee it up with this wide receiver and that's Kendrick Bourne for the Patriots. Mac Jones Mm -hmm. had the most completions of any quarterback in week one, passed for over 300 yards against a good Philadelphia Eagles defense. Now he goes up against the Miami Dolphins defense that gave up a ton of yards to the Chargers. Love Mac Jones, might play a lot of stack with Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne, especially since Devontae Parker uh, is dealing with an ankle issue. What say you?
3: Yeah, also, where was Juju Smith-Schuster? That was weird. He, like, didn't play very many snaps. It was kind of strange. Anyways, I agree with you on both of that, but I also think don't forget at the tight end position, which is always nuts, uh, your tight end number one last week, who was that? A Patriot, Hunter Henry. And you're now going mm-hmm. up against a situation where this is a an easier defense to play than the Eagles. I still think, you know, run that one back again.
1: So you're saying stack Mac Jones with tight end Hunter Henry over Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. Interesting. Um right, let's about talk over. about. Do you, you both. Either. Do both. Uh, let's talk about some well, other either. tight ends. Uh, You know, again, uh, Travis Kelsey expects to be back in action, twerking this week. Uh, I love me some Darren Waller. I think this is the come-out game for him in a Giants uniform. Um, I know a lot of people like Laporta. Uh, Outside of Hunter Henry, give me some other tight ends that you like this week.
3: I think Luke Musgrave is still a good pick because, you know, look, uh, the Packers, Christian Watson, can't seem to get off the injury report, and with Aaron Jones potentially sidelined, too, I think some of those those plays that I guess AJ Dillon will pick it up, but also I think you know Luke Musgrave will be increasingly folded. It in. Gordy, by the way, is taking a um, a lobster, and I keep putting it away, and then he keeps going to get it and slide it across the floor. I apologize, um, <laughs> my puppy. Um, but yes, so I like that one. I also think that you know Tennessee Tennessee is always an. We thought Chig Conquo was going to be like a bigger part. I think now you see a little more Chig against the Chargers than you did maybe last week.
1: All right, I want to thank Cynthia Freeland again for joining us here on Fantasy Forecast. Getting you ready for your Week 2 matchups. We come back, we'll continue to take your calls. 800-919-3776. And don't forget, coming your way in just a few minutes, we kick off New York Game Day. Week 2 with Amani Toomer and Mike Tannenbaum. So stay tuned for that. Getting you ready for both the Jets and the Giants matchups. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. There we go. Justin Justin Fields. Um, still some big question marks about Justin Fields now. Is he the answer? Is he the guy for the Chicago Bears? Um, I, I've been saying this for quite a while. Love him on my fantasy team. Don't love him as my starting quarterback uh, on my real team. That's for sure. Not that I have one. People ask me all the time. Anita, who's your team? Grew up in Miami, uh, going to the Orange Bowl, watching Dan Marino play. Also was a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan as a child because at that point in time, uh, it's really all that they showed on TV was the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys, so you were one or the other. Then spent four years in Baltimore, so a part of my heart does bleed purple. And then worked for the Giants for six, seven years, so part of my heart does bleed blue. Um, And now, uh, really big into gambling. And so I have to leave uh, my my multicolor heart at the door <laughs> and just go with teams who, uh, who I think are going to win me some money. So I don't, I, I, I'm not a fan of any team. And, and I will say this, like I, a part, like I envy, like I have, I have friends that are diehard giants fans, diehard jets fans, diehard Eagles fans, diehard. My mom is a diehard dolphins fan. Like I, I, I envy that. Like I, I sit and I'll watch them watch games And, um, I I just, you know, I, 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 I envy that type of love, that type of commitment, that type of, um, it's the word I'm looking for experience, right. That they get while watching games. For me, it's a different experience, right? It's all about the Benjamins. 800-919-3776. 800-919-3776. It is Fantasy Forecast. We're getting you ready for your fantasy football matchups. Heading into week two. Amani Toomer is going to be joining me momentarily in about 10 minutes. We will kick off New York game day. Obviously, the first hour, we will talk about the Jets and what happened with Aaron Rodgers. Rich Samini is going to join us at 830 as well. So excited to get him on. As we know this team right now, Robert Sala, we heard uh, it is Zach Wilson's team moving forward. Does Amani agree with that? I certainly don't. If you listen to me on Friday night, if you listen to me on Saturday afternoon, um, I think think this team is doing everybody else on this roster a disservice, rolling with Zach Wilson. But again, my two cents. Let's hear what Amani Toomer as well as Mike Tannenbaum, who will be joining us at 9 o'clock, what he thinks about the Jets' decision. And here's another thing. We can always change our mind, right? We could always change our mind. We'll see what happens. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Kevin in Connecticut. Kevin, welcome in. How are you doing this afternoon? Or this this morning? Anita, really, hi, it's this thank
2: morning. you. Uh, I'm doing great. Hopefully
0: you're doing well. Um, I have two um, positions I'm conflicted about this week. Hopefully you can help me out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'll start with the quarterback position. Should I go Trevor Lawrence
2: over Tua?
1: Ooh. I would. I would, uh, the the total is the highest uh, in that Kansas City Jags game. They are in Jacksonville. This will be the third time that these two teams will have faced each other uh, since November. I think this is going to be a barn burner. Um, love me some Calvin Ridley. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are very weak in the middle of the field. I, I do believe that Evan Ingram is going to have a big game. I think a ton of points are going to be put, put up here. I, I think I, I would, I'd go Trevor Lawrence.
0: Okay, and then the second one is: um, Do I go Garrett Wilson over DJ Moore?
1: Yeah. Um, Garrett Wilson, DJ Moore. Yeah, I'd go Garrett Wilson here. Um, he he's really he's gonna have to do something. Like you know, I don't see Zach Wilson throwing the ball completions very far. Um, so I, I'm I'm seeing a lot of like quick slants, a lot of out quick five yard outs, slants, comeback routes. Getting the ball in Garrett Wilson's hands and having him do something. So yeah. you know, I don't. I mean, if you have Garrett Wilson, you probably where'd you draft him, Kevin? Into the first, um, beginning of the yeah. second.
3: Yeah, beginning of the right. Second. I don't yeah, you, you
1: can't. You can't. You you can't bench that. You can't bench that.
0: I I just know it's a real tough defense he's going against, so I, I was a little concerned, but.
1: Um. I, I, here's the thing. I, I'm not sold on DJ Moore either. I'm not sold. On, yeah. on Justin Fields. So um, I, to yeah. be honest with you, I don't like either choice, but I just, I, I think you have more upside with Garrett Wilson uh, just because of what, I mean, we saw him with that one-handed touchdown grab. It was a horrible pass by Zach Wilson, uh, but yeah. you know, Garrett, Garrett Wilson was just, he's otherworldly. So um, I, I think you, you just, I think you've got to roll with him and you've got to hope that he can work his magic again today against Dallas. Kevin.
2: Well, thank you, Anita. I'll do both. I appreciate it.
1: You got it. Good luck this week. Uh, let's go to Gio. Gio, welcome in. Good morning.
2: Hey, good morning, Anita. How you doing? Great. I just wanted—I wanted to say first. First of all, I respect your fandom that you're not loyal to any team. It kind of makes sports more entertaining to watch than just sticking one with one team. Because if your team is trash, then you know you're going to have a disappointing season. You know. Um. My fantasy question was, I mean, the previous caller had the same exact quarterback situation that I have, Trevor Lawrence and Tua, but I'm staying with Trevor. Um, my question now is the flex position. I have Garrett Wilson, Zay Flowers, and also Zay Jones, PPR League.
1: Ooh, I love Zay Flowers uh, today, Gio. Yeah, I that's love who Z- I have
2: right now. That's who's currently in my lineup right now.
1: Yeah. I like safe flowers a lot and, and, and that's tough. And so good, good luck, Gio. Good luck this okay. week. Really, really, really appreciate it. Um 919 We're with you for another five minutes here talking fantasy forecast. So if you have a fantasy question, now's the time to get on board and ask it because Amani uh, Tumor is going to be joining me and we're going to be kicking off New York game day momentarily, just FYI. So, um, so now's the time to get on board. Um, you know, it, it, it's tough though, right? Uh, like, you're, you're, if you have Garrett Wilson on your roster, again, chances are you draft him in the first, towards the end of the first round, if not the beginning of the second round, right? So there's that. Um, but now with Zach Wilson uh, starting quarterback, he only passed the ball 21 times last week. You know that's another thing. Like I, I just, I truly believe that you know this is this is a Jets team that I, I think you know if you're scared, say you're scared. I think the numbers don't lie. I think they're scared to have Zach Wilson pass the ball often, frequently, let alone uh, you know more than ten yards. I think they're gonna keep everything you know keep kiss, keep it simple, stupid. You know, keep everything short, safe. Keep it safe. You know with the way that the Jets potentially could beat the Dallas Cowboys today because both defenses are just so fantastic. I think the defense, both defenses will keep this. I'm, I'm not a big believer in Dak Prescott. So I think both defenses could keep this even, right? Or, or close. But you can't have turnovers. Whoever wins the turnover battle in this matchup, to me, wins the game. And so I just, I don't see Zach Wilson passing the ball a lot because I think I think they're worried about turnovers. They're worried about interceptions. So, you know, obviously if you have Garrett Wilson, that's a big concern. I don't think he's going to have a lot of opportunity to put up big numbers for you in fantasy. But hopefully he will make the most of those opportunities when the ball is thrown his way. Uh, we will see. I think they're going to have a really heavy commitment to running the football today. I think they're going to have to. Don't turn the ball over and let the defense try to keep you in the game against this Dallas Cowboys team. Let's go to Mike in Long Island. Mike, welcome in.
2: Hello. How Mike, are you, you there? Anita? Hi. Yes. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, I can. Um, shout out to the company. Uh, first time calling into you. I love what you do. Your, your knowledge of football is amazing. Um, Thank you. So I wanted to talk about um, my fantasy football running back situation. So I have Pacheco and then I have AJ Dillon on the bench.
1: Yeah, you gotta play AJ Dillon today, Mike. That's a no brainer. Okay. Aaron, Aaron Jones is expected right. to be inactive. So that that's that's a yeah, that's a no brainer. AJ Dillon is, is yeah, gonna get a lot of work a lot of work. Just the volume alone, you know.
2: Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure about Aaron Jones. All right, thank you.
1: You got it. Good luck. Uh, let's go to Joe. Joe, welcome in. Good morning.
0: How are you? It's been a while. Hope everything is well in your world. Good morning. I'm not. I, you know, I have Garrett Wilson. I'm also, you know, very long time Jeff fan. So I'm hoping that there's gonna be a lot of double tight and triple tight today. So I think the tight ends might be a, a better play. Um, hopefully, they can get Garrett in a you know some ISO situations with maybe you know single coverage um, and maybe get a couple of big plays. But um, I know I want the Jets to win before the fantasy. And I think the, for them to win, they have to go double, and triple tight like they went last week, even more. Your thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I just I, I think this is a Jets team that I, I think both these teams are going to have to rely heavily on their defense. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I think Dak, uh, and, and again, I, I'm not sold on Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott quarterbacking that Dallas offense. Uh, is a lot better than Zach Wilson quarterbacking this Jets offense. I think really at the end of the day, it's about protecting the football and you don't want to turn it over. So I think they're going to be, the, the Jets are going to be really committed to running the football today. They're going to have to be. Uh, let's go to Paul in Westchester. Paul, morning, welcome in. Anita. Good morning.
2: I I have uh, some running backs on banking on their passing, pass catching like t Ryan, um and Justice Hill. And but I'm I have Damian Pierce and I'm not liking his usage lately. So I'm wondering if it's it's take a take a reach and go for one of the pass catching kind of timeshare guys. Although, you know, that's it, Damian Pierce is kind of becoming timeshare and not a pass catcher.
1: Is Zach so. is Zach Moss available in, in your league, Paul?
2: No, I missed on that.
1: Are you sure? Because he's available in like seventy, seventy five percent of the most waiver wires right now.
2: I know, but I'm like just the crazy. I love I love this game for the research, and uh, so that one I I know, but I missed it, which is weird because I love the research and all that, and somehow I missed. I I, I guess I wasn't sold on him, but I don't know. I ended up going for Justice Hill instead.
1: Yeah, no, I and and Paul, thanks for the phone call. Listen, I, I I want Justin Hill over Zach Moss, but not a lot of people drafted Zach Moss. Uh, because it was Deion Jackson and and Hall in that backfield. But Deion Jackson uh, was just absolutely horrible in week one, and Hall's injured. So I think Zach Moss could be a sneaky good play. If he's available out there in free agency, uh, I would grab him. Corey Allen, hang tight. I'll try to get to your calls. Uh, When we come back, we are going to kick off New York game day, and Amani Toomer is going to join me. Uh, obviously we will spend the first hour talking about the Jets and also Rich Samini will be joining us on the program as well. So sit tight. We come back. New York game day kicks off next right here on 90.7 ESPN.